Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Desire Talks podcast. I am your host, Ethan Bradbury, a.k.a. Mr. Britain X, and today we're going to talk about something new. All right, I'm going to ask you a question first. You need to think about this first, yeah? Do you know anyone, any of your friends or family? I don't know why your family would tell you this, but do you, any of your friends, do they ever buy used underwear? Personally, I don't know any. None of my friends have ever told me, like, yeah, I'd love to get some like really smelly underwear and sniff them. I've, I've never heard that before. But there's a massive, massive market for it. It's huge. Loads of people do it. Yeah. Loads of people sell them, but I don't know anyone who buys them. Or do you? It's, it might be you for all I know. <laughs> So yeah, this person we're going to be speaking to today, the person we're interviewing is Mistress Crystal. I hope I've got that right. She started by selling underwear and then she got into the sex work filming after it, which is interesting because from people I spoke to, it's normally the other way, but no, she was like, I'm, I'm going to start selling some, some of my knickers. Like, I've got loads of them there. I wear them every day. I'm going to start selling a few. So anyway, let's find out a little bit more about this. Let's get her on. All right, everyone. So double checking, I've got this right. Is it Crystal or Christelle? So I'm reading your name. <laughs> it's more like Christelle. Christelle, so when okay. I was, when I was putting the my name together, I wanted it to be Crystal Fatal, like okay. Fatal sort of. And But then when I started doing my mistress stuff, Mistress Crystal Fatal was all a bit long, so it yeah. became Mistress Crystal. <laughs> okay, I like it. So, yeah, on the intro, I was like, Mistress Crystal, I hope I've got that right, but obviously, <laughs> you know, close, close enough. Yeah. Um, so do you, obviously, that's a stage name. Um, yeah. Do we? Do you ever give out your real name, or is it just that's what everyone knows you as? It's, yeah, just that at the moment. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Well, Perhaps if, in the long run. If I'm ever like going shorthand, I might just call you Chris. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So um, I've already briefly introed that you you sell your knickers. That's what you did. That's how you got into it. Yeah. That. And I was actually asking the audience to think about: Do they know anyone who buys underwear? And I bet you not a single person does. Yeah. Most people, ninety nine percent of people don't know anyone know in yeah they don't think they do <laughs> yeah because it is a huge industry isn't it it is I think it's a big a big surprise and I think people surprise themselves you yeah. get people coming and having a conversation and being like oh you actually you actually do this all the time like you mm. guys actually book out some people book weeks months in advance People, people love mm. it. It's very popular. <laughs> so this booking out thing, what, what do you mean by that? I'm not quite following. So you can go onto like different platforms and websites and things. And mm. um, I got into it because I wanted to start doing OnlyFans and things over lockdown, as everyone did. Mm. Um, money was short and things. But I was at university and I wasn't ready to... I didn't want people at university really knowing. I wanted to do something that was a bit more discreet. And mm -hmm. um, so I got into panty selling. Um, and it's, yeah, there's a whole 
great community. I use the site All Things Worn. Yeah, I've heard of that one. Um, and everyone on there is so lovely. It's like, honestly, it's like a social media. You can go through and like everyone will talk about their day and post memes. Really? And, yeah <laughs> I've, I've never been on it it was a, f- a friend he uh, reached out he goes by the way you might want to do this he's like you can earn quite good money and i had a quick look and i was like i can't be asked <laughs> but it's worth yeah. it it is i think because obviously it is very social mm. um for example on my other sites i don't reply to any messages for free um mm. unless it's on my paid page whereas on all things worn i'm chatting to people just socially a bit more as well okay that's quite cool so you're doing that and you were saying you did it for discretion reasons Mm. um did anyone ever find out no um obviously I ended up telling some friends and things um but I do still keep things on the down low (laughs) okay so everything you're doing the whole OnlyFans and any site that you're on at the minute you're still quite like I don't, you're not hiding it because your face is out there, but you're, yeah. not, you're not rubbing it in everyone's face and telling everyone. And... No, I don't, um, I don't have a huge friendship group. So my close friends know what I do. Oh. And my family know that I work from home. I think they have suspicions. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, but I will tell, I will tell my mum in time. I'm hoping that one day I'll be able to take her on a nice holiday and be like, oh, by the way, this is how I paid for this. Well, what you want to do, because obviously this podcast is off to a brilliant start and it's explaining things very clearly so she'll understand. And now you mm. just said that you want to take her on holiday. Just just show her this podcast and yeah. then tell her to end it, what, 10 minutes in probably it will be, um, because we don't know where we're going to go from here. So, Mom, <laughs> if you're listening, stop listening now. because That was the point. That's, I don't think it's going to be too bad. Or is it? We don't know. We shall see. Um, <laughs> so we're talking money-wise. It was quite good. So you're selling knickers, uh, underwear, panties, whatever it is you want to call them. Um, I said knickers and I straight away thought <laughs> that's such an old person thing to say. I don't know. I used to hate the term panties. It used to be a really, it used to yeah. be an ick of mine. But I used to, so I used to say knickers as well. But eventually it's just what everyone else was saying. It's something your nan would say. knickers it is isn't it I don't know but um so what would you wear them like just worn or like gone to the gym or do you charge more for wearing them for prolonged prolonged periods of time obviously post play was that is it like a different yeah yeah so the the standard is from about 20 pounds for 48 hour wear and that just so that's two days, just depends what I'm doing. Um, I think that's a bargain they're getting. I'm... Yeah, it's not bad at all. Um, you got to pay then, postage. Yeah, of course. Extra for postage. Uh, oh, so they pay three postage. Three pounds for postage in the UK. But then if people are going international, obviously it's a bit more. Um, and extras can be things like being played in, um, extra days where some people like, no wipe days and things like that i'm assuming wipe means the front yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah okay but yeah i can so there's quite a diverse range and obviously do they pay more per different style of like yeah, underwear? So 
I will obviously things more like a skimpy little thong mm. and different obviously different um brands and things as well you can obviously go and get a cheap multi-pack cotton pair which you know what some people love just the basic cotton pairs or you can go and get like your victoria secret which obviously you're going to charge a bit more for yeah that's what i was going to say it's like ridiculous because i remember someone asked me and they're like oh i want you to um so i want these ones and i was just like no it's like a <laughs> that, that pair of briefs is like 20 quid alone i was like piss off yeah i'll be honest you could have up your prices that in an in our industry like people charge nothing and they expect everything for nothing people will think they'll come and talk, tell me and be like you charge way too much because you, you get and you get um it's quite sad like newbies who are joining they think they're mm. getting like some quick money they're being like i'll sell my panties for five pound a pair please no (laughs) anyone listening to this i've not done this seriously i focus purely on the only fans the content creation Mm. but because of that you do get people go i want to buy your underwear and just like come on then i've sold a pair of briefs for 100 quid just born for a Mm. day and that's not uncommon so if you're trying to do quantity I, I get what, you, what you're doing but someone trying to pressure you into oh you're too, too much I'll tell them to swivel yeah I think in like our industry whatever you're doing someone's going to tell you you're charging too much aren't you yeah and that was before you were doing the content creation as well wasn't it yeah so I think it goes hand in hand doesn't it now that now that you're doing that was when you began are you still yeah. doing are you still doing panty selling now yeah not as much I started to move on so as I finished uni people started giving me video requests and things and I started being like yeah I'll start doing some videos um which then led to me having quite a good bank of videos and I thought I'll stick them all on OnlyFans why not yeah because based on like obviously you've done your panty thing quite seriously mine was just very randomly one off but now because you do content creation your prices can reflect mm-hmm. that definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely and as yeah. a female um i'm saying this quite publicly for you know the audience women can charge a lot more than men don't know if uh it just I, I just the reason i'm saying is it's the the scents and odors that women can produce are very different mm-hmm. to males isn't it really um so with the the panty stuff um you've gone on to content creation was that did you say that was your own doing like you said someone requested stuff was, was it requested on there yeah so on all things porn they they do everything so hmm. you'll find honestly everything there are underwear and socks and all sorts of used items every sort of type of clothing People just list their pictures and videos on their online experiences. There's honestly like such a huge range. Mm. So I started getting people asking me, do you do videos? And eventually I just sort of thought, well, why not? I got enough requests. I might as well start trying them. How long ago was that? I enjoy it as well. They're so so fun. That's perfect. So you're enjoying it. Um, How long ago did you start doing that? um 
uh, just over a year ago. Okay, perfect. So that, that you're not so you're new but not new. You've you've got your mm. learning curve. You've got your groove. You've got your vibe. Um, and you you saying you're enjoying it. That's definitely you've got your vibe. You've got your groove. You know? Yeah. Yeah. What sort of video? So the videos you're doing now compared to a year ago, have they changed or has it always been quite similar? I think the quality and production value has changed. Yeah. Definitely. I Go started on. out filming on. I bought my friend's phone because I had a I had my phone and you know it's like if you have your personal phone and you just end up being like oh here's a picture of my kiss and oh no that's my arsehole yeah yeah so I ended up buying a phone off my friend but it, it had a crap camera to be honest Ew. so <laughs> I had and I was sort of filming in not the best setup and now I've obviously been able to save up a bit get myself a better phone that can record a bit better and set myself up a little recording area so okay cool. value has definitely changed we're gonna get a little bit techy here what what phone do you use currently then to film i have a iphone 11 pro max perfect the cameras on them once i think the yeah. iphone got to about a 10 really kind of jumped they went really they went really good i was always i went away from iphone and i went to pixel because pixels do quite well in low light but i think iphones have actually gone better now so for anyone at home thinking about getting into content creation phone and a ring light yeah yeah and phones are expensive now aren't they so that's why they're so bloody good yeah exactly yeah. so big. you mentioned about was it the look the, the the locations where you're filming are you you, is it you're thinking a little bit more of like the space available or I don't know are you setting up a scene I don't know yeah I had a spare bedroom oh yeah that um in our house that was just full of storage basically it was just full of rubbish so we cleared it all out and put up some big mirrors and a tapestry and decorated it I have my little makeup area um which is nice. lovely it's very nice <laughs> made myself a little content room oh that's brilliant i need to do that but i'm I'm so i i no, you just feel like you have no room in your house anywhere and then you just have this room that just has got a bit of everything just drawers yeah. cupboards clothes hanging up everywhere and i'm just like this could be such a nice like content room but no i think that's room. what mine was it was such an accumulation of different stuff but yeah. it was all stuff that could be somewhere else. So, so now it's your your camera shag pad. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, quite like that. I, I, do you know what? A few content creators are starting to do this now. Like, I want a content room. Because uh, one of them, uh, she made a very good point. She's like, she had, a, she had a big house, lovely. And she's like, I'm making a content room because we're always filming in her bed that she shares with a partner. And she's like, it's not nice for my partner to kind of have to go sleep in a bed where I've just been shagging all day yeah <laughs> yeah i don't That's know I, are you in a relationship have you got a partner or anything yeah yeah i've got a partner yeah. um he's very supportive of what i do which is Perfect. great um yeah so did, was he aware well, sorry not what was it were you doing this before you, you got together with your partner or other way around no it was something that i was interested in um and then i've been interested in it 
for a long time the sex work industry yeah but my ex was very much like absolutely not and then when I met my current partner I sort of brought it up to him a little bit tentatively like hmm, what do you think if mm -hmm. I tried this and he was really up for it and he was so supportive and he was like absolutely he was like I think you're hot I think other people will think you're hot like get your bag <laughs> oh, he sounds like a really forward-thinking awesome bloke so fair play yeah to him. he's lovely yeah good that sounds great um all right then so let's actually talk a little bit more about your content on your platforms then so is it only fans the only one you use or do you use multiple before i go further um i use only fans um i've just made a many vids account okay cool so people um, can buy direct with that can't they instead of signing up yeah. for a subscription they can just go pew, one video and... yeah i think yeah that's all i'm on at the moment i seem to have accounts on everything but I, okay. I change my mind on which ones I'm using sometimes. Yeah. It's I'm hard right. to get into the right groove with them, but I think I've found my groove with OnlyFans now. Yeah, I'm the same. I've got um, OnlyFans, Pocket Stars. I did create it just for fans. Fansly, um, another one somewhere, many vids. <sighs> and it's just the traffic's on OnlyFans, isn't it? You know, that's what everyone's it using. Is. So if I was to go sign up to yours, um, currently, actually, what's the price of your OnlyFans? Um, so I have a, my, sorry, I'm, I'm stumbling. I have a free page. Yeah. Which just has all teasers and plenty of PPVs. So, so go on there, yeah, say a little bit of your slightly risque stuff, but I can unlock videos, can't I, on that? Yeah. Yeah. exactly um and then i have a page page a vip page which is actually more of my sort of dom content okay which is 12 dollars a month all right so obviously yeah, you've, you've said your name mistress but we've not actually talked mm. about the dom and stuff so you're saying it's dom content um what what kind of dom in what kind of stuff um so i've never been submissive a submissive girl i think i always had conversations with my friends and they were into choking and things mm. like that and i and i was just absolutely not like i thought I thought someone didn't happen to me but then i thought okay but what if i reversed it what if i did that to someone else <laughs> what if i was the one choking someone and then suddenly i was like oh okay i like that yeah nice <laughs> so I started exploring that a bit more when I was on All Things Worn. I met quite a lot of submissive men buyers um, who started asking me some, for some videos. Then obviously I meet a lot of men who are into feminization. Yeah, the um, sissies, hence the, yeah. so they buy yours to wear them, do they? Yeah. Okay, and cool. I'm very hyper-feminine. I love feminine, anything feminine. So I very much fell into, I love feminization and sissification and I, yeah, I love getting someone all girlified. <laughs> okay. So the, so the videos then that you've got on there, um, is it like you're doing a verbal dom or is it actual dom sexual scenes? More just verbal stuff at the moment and mm. things for me to, 
talking to the camera, acting things out. And mm -hmm. um, I would love to work with someone eventually to have more like sexual scenes, but at the moment, yeah. Yeah, so that's a, it's a progressive thing down the line. Mm -hmm. Does your partner not get involved with your OnlyFans or is it he leaves that to you? He gets involved, but he's not particularly submissive. Mm. So he, we like making standard like boy girl content. Always fun. So is that uh, on that page as well? Yeah, that's more on my free page. But okay. there's people with Ah, uh, okay. So I get it. So your you, your vanilla sex, normal sex. Sorry. Yeah, know, that's is, on the. So free pages, slightly erotic pictures that are for free or clips, teasers. But to watch actual sex, it's unlockable. But if you want to go to your page, that's where you quite verbal dom. And is it like dom where naughty pictures as well? Or yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I love I'm, a bit of latex. I was gonna say I'm picturing latex and big strap-ons. Is that yeah? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> well, that sounds hot, hot as fuck. To be honest. Um, yeah. No. To be fair, like I now because I I understand the whole fat scene um dom sub switch i would say i'm currently like a 70 percent dom switch i was i've been dom for the past good few years but years back i, I was on a sub phase because that's with switch i find that can be a flow yeah um but i my flow isn't like i can chop and change day to day week to week i'm like in a mode and i could be in that mode for a period of years and then i can i think it is so like flexible and such a yeah. sort of spectrumy thing like I said I couldn't I couldn't imagine myself being submissive with a man mm. but I see other dominant women and I'm like that's mm, okay yeah it's hot I like it it's, <laughs> it's not something I've explored but I'd definitely be interested in exploring a more submissive side with a woman because also that would help me understand my own subs and their feelings a bit more and how they feel being dominated you should try it sometime if your fella's cool with it if you know, as you use mm. a relationship because relationship first be like you know i want to give it a go and you might be like can i watch please <laughs> <laughs> you never know you never know he loves it he's so he's so open yeah yeah well Absolutely. if you never know if you start doing collabs and stuff whether it be men women whatnot you could have quite an eager cameraman yeah absolutely maybe yeah. that's what i need to train him up in could be you know you could be like you could employ him you could be like i'm going <laughs> going fully into this um all right then so we didn't actually go into something that we really wanted to speak about is that you got into this as well because you find yourself you can't do a conventional job is that correct no yeah that's right yeah so um, would you like to express why yeah, <laughs> so I have ADHD and autism. Mm -hmm. So especially after lockdown, I returned to my job. I worked at a bowling alley okay. alongside being a student. Um, and I found myself having a lot of sensory difficulties. Obviously, you've got noises like skittles and arcades and music and then trying to talk to people. And I found myself having such a hard time that I had to leave. And that left me being like, well, how am I going to make money in a way that isn't going to harm me or be like hurtful for me? So 
now I'm in an environment where I can work from home. Mm. I work. I'm so much happier and I can do what works for me. I film content on the days that I feel like filming content. Other days I can be in my pajamas and have a nice time. Well, there you go. To be fair, there's I've had this from a couple of people where they've just said they, they couldn't work a conventional job for X, Y, Z, and obviously different reasons to yourself. And sex work can be quite a saviour, can't it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It can, instead of going through hell, having to go to a job, you know, where it could cause you quite quite a lot of distress, you know, you're just like, I'm on my own terms, I work when I'm happy, I work when I'm comfortable. I think it's brilliant. I think it's opened so many doors for a lot of people and it can give you quite a better life as well. Exactly. I think it is something that's seen a bit less more as taboo, but still quite a taboo thing. Yeah. But it's just, I think people should just be able to do what makes them happy. And if it's a job that makes you happy and you can do it healthily and make money and do all the things you enjoy, why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, couldn't agree more. So speaking of it being taboo and how people think of it, have you had any friends who've kind of looked down at you or treated you differently since you've told them about what you do? Definitely. I had a friendship group who, when I started, they were very much like, you can't do that. Like, do you want to show your face? This is forever. Do you not know that? And of course, we've all thought about those things. And Mm. it was something that I spent a lot of time weighing up and a lot of time thinking about and it, it was it was my decision and I think your friends should support you through that but yeah some people have been like oh really you want to do that yeah and um, it's a case of toodle pip see you later <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what you find there's some the people there's people like that that shock you but then there's the other spectrum the people who are like super supportive you're like, whoa, yeah. didn't expect that. And like, I remember the weird one, like it, it was my, someone who said something. It was a, my friend's nan. She's like 80 something. And she was like, you could just do what you got to do. I think it's bloody brilliant. She's like, I wish I could do that. And I was like, that's awesome. That's amazing. You know, and you think the elderly would be more judgmental. Yeah. And um, yeah, but it's... um. As well, what you do find as well, when when you're just getting into it, when you're just announcing it, when you're just telling people, you get a lot of judgment, don't you? And then mm. a little bit down the road when you start being quite successful, getting more money. And I'm not saying they do this because you've got money, but they can see you're happier and you're living life and whatnot. They start kind of coming back and being quite yeah. pally and quite like what they said in the first place doesn't really wasn't said and you're like oh fuck off yeah definitely yeah. I think people will be drawn to the success I think yeah not obviously not everyone does well but then as soon as someone can see you're doing well they're like oh actually yeah we'll be your friend now but if you weren't gonna if you weren't gonna support when I wasn't doing well then I don't really want you to support me now yeah yeah exactly and there's a lot of misconceptions about it as well and i think as they see you've gone into it longer they kind of they realize a few things as well it's not as 
not as to not, not as taboo because that's the word we think of it anyway. But you know, not as dingy, not as horrible, not not selling yourself down alleys or do you know what I mean? Once yeah. they realise, oh, it is actually it can be quite normal or luxurious in in ways. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think right. I love looking up to there's so many people I look up to in the industry who are constantly on lovely holidays and trips and it's just mm. why wouldn't you want to do that exactly exactly um have you have you got any like pet peeves like from this job like things that oh. you really wish you didn't <laughs> have to deal with um like i said there's always people who are going to want things for nothing mm. um and they're they want lower prices or yeah anything and I think people need to understand that what we do is a service and it's the same as going to your hairdresser or the shop or anything like we're providing a service that you're paying for if you mm. really enjoyed it tip it as well but this is a job and if it's not a job that you agree with it's still a job yeah. that we deserve to be paid for. I had, I had one today, actually. Um, someone trying to find out my address. Oh. Have you had that Interesting. Yet? No, not yet. Yeah, stuff like that. People are like, where are you from? Where do you live? What, what's, your, what's your mother's maiden name? Where's your place of birth? It's like, you're going to steal me bank? <laughs> I don't know. They, just, they don't actually ask the other ones, but it's, they want to, you do get the odd like, stalkerish kind of stuff. You're like, whoa quite crazy yeah there are I think especially when I was starting out I mm. think there are people who definitely go and target mm. like younger girls who are starting out to try and take advantage of them and try and get low prices and get them to do things they're not comfortable with mm -hmm. there is different that is definitely there's a group of like vulturey men out there or not always men but yeah people and I think that is hard. I think once you've learned, once you're a few months in, you know the red flags and you know the sort of people that you're looking out for. But it, it's really hard when you are starting out to speaking of, through the right people. of looking out for. So obviously we're trying to talk about these negatives. Um, did you find that there were that there were any sex workers, if any in particular? That, I don't know if you want to name them. If there was, that actually looked out for you. Did you ever get any of that? Any support, any help from people you didn't even know, just people in the industry who've gone, uh, you might want to be wary of this type of thing? Or did you get any of that? On All Things One, which is obviously where I started off and grew, mm -hmm. it is such a great community. Everyone is so supportive. And sometimes, they, as I said, they have like a dash, like a feed. Mm. And someone will post something on there and someone might call you up and be like, oh, actually, you might want to charge a bit more for that. Or maybe you should send to this picture a bit more. You can get some money for that. Okay. And I became, just the girls on there are so supportive. And I have so many friends on there who are just amazing. Some of them are, I talk to more than I speak to my family. Like, they're so lovely. They're so, such a great, like, support network. Yeah, that, that's what I found doing this. There's so many nice people in the industry. Like you do get some bad eggs, you get that and everything. But I've never been in 
any field of work where where people just help you for nothing. Mm. They'll just look out for you. They'll just be like, oh, be careful doing that because these people have taken advantage or they're trying to do this or da da da. Or, oh, this kind of thing you're doing, you could actually do it better. But it's not, it's never malicious. It's never trying to put you down. It's always like, just trying to help you out. Mm. I think it's a brilliant community for it. Um, so, speaking of crazy fans, we have some some crazy questions. I don't think they're that crazy, are they? I think they're quite <laughs> they're quite normal. Let's get these questions up. Yeah, I think they're quite they're, they're normal, quite normal questions. Not too bad. <laughs> Where do most of them come from? Was it Instagram? Yes, I put a little question box up on Instagram. I put a status up on my All Things Worn. And okay. put a message out on Twitter as well. So a bit of a mixture. Bit of a mixture, nice. Uh, the first one we've actually already answered really is does your partner know about your job? So yeah, my partner does know about my job. Like I said, he is so supportive. Um well he's and, a trainee yeah, cameraman honestly, now, isn't he? Yeah, honestly, I do think I'm gonna have to recruit him and start getting him practicing. <laughs> does he take any pictures yet? Like for you? He has done a few. Um yeah. but I often shoot while he's at work because so, oh, okay. he works sort of nine to five. So in the daytime, I like getting the daylight hours, get my camera out, take some pics. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get it. I understand. That, that's the thing. If like, he's been working all day, you know, right. I've been waiting for you. Get the camera. He's like, I'm just exactly. tired, you know, so I get it. But, and you do lots of stuff with your partner as well, don't you? Yeah. Um, no, we, we do bits, but we try to be our own separate entities individuals mm. because there's it's nothing i hate more to be honest than you know like these couples in the industry who both do it and they just become a two-headed monster one entity and then yeah. if there was a like a breakup or anything it's like oh my god what happened they, they no longer exist and it's like no they were separate entities anyway they're separate beings but yeah me yeah. and my partner like people people know we're together and they, they love it and then when we post a picture it's like oh my god it's you two together we never see that so it is quite nice <laughs> we do do content but our content um takes obviously you and your partner film bits haven't you mm. you don't pull the camera out every time do you oh no it just you, you 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 need your own actual off-camera sex that, Internet, like... yeah exactly and Absolutely. um like what was going to say about like camera angles, like scene sex, you've got to think about the camera angles, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> and some some sex that you actually just enjoy just doesn't look good on camera. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So you know, it's one of them. Um, okay. Uh, ooh, what is your sexuality? Um, I identify as bisexual. Mm-hmm. I probably technically i'm more pansexual but i'm just attracted to anyone really yeah as long as is it a, a, um, a physical attraction that has to be for you or is it you're attracted to the person because you're attracted to the person as in uh, as a whole I'm, i am still i still have physical attraction to people but right. i'm could be physically attracted to anyone of any gender yeah um Obviously, I have my partner, but I do sometimes go on dates or see girls. Cool. Um, 
on on my own which is so are you two open then you and your partner yeah like we're kind of we like polyamorous um but he's not particularly interested in dating anyone else I think he has his hands full with me um but he's very much happy that sometimes I'm just like I need some boobs Joe, you know I find Polly so interesting. And it is something, like, if, if my partner's listening now, it's just like, you know, it's something I've considered, but I don't think I could handle it. Mm. I don't think I could emotionally handle it. You know? So fair play to you. I think that's really interesting. You know? It is, yeah, it's not for everyone, but I think now, why just create the relationship that works for you? Yeah. And I, I felt as like a bisexual woman I felt like I was sort of missing out a bit Mm -hmm. and my partner was like I never want you to feel like you're missing out on women because you're with me like if you want to be with women be with women and obviously now with my line of work I can start doing some work and collabs with women which will give me a bit of that side as well (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah definitely Okay. Uh, oh, what is your favourite type of content to film? I like everything a bit of a mixture, yeah. but I do like having a theme planned in advance. So being like, right, I'm going to do this shoot with this hairstyle, this makeup. This is the route we're going down. Um, I've currently got. I won't say too much, but I've got like a Star Wars theme content coming awesome. up that I'm very excited about. Are you going to get your lightsaber to match your hair? There will be a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. So we've, I've, I've been thinking myself that for about past two months that I want to get myself a lightsaber. So <laughs> I'm not even a massive Star Wars nerd <laughs> or anything. I like Star Wars, but mm. I'm just like, yeah, I think I could do something with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe maybe we just yeah we got that big party next month haven't we that you're coming to we have indeed maybe we, we bring some lightsabers i mean not not for content not for sexual just we just have a duel just i'm so up for that <laughs> yeah that'd be cool um does size matter a bit yeah. i think this is always a tricky question isn't it for me personally, I don't like one that's too big and I don't yeah. like one that's too small. I like, I'm like i very happy with the comfortable medium. That's ex- what, what do you think? <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. It, that means size does matter, but mm. not in the way that everyone keeps asking. Does size matter? As in, does it need to be massive? And it's like, well, if anything, it, it, that does matter, but in a negative for a lot of people. I had a sexual experience that was quite like, early on when I was seeing, started sleeping with people and this guy he got his dick out and it was probably about 10 inches mm. and I was in shock and I really hadn't seen that many penises in real life before and I was I must say I was in discomfort for a few days afterwards and yeah. I thought do you know what I just don't think that that size that big is for me no okay then so <laughs> uh, have you ever had anyone that's like really small you don't have to t- say names or anything 
yeah, obviously I've seen people on the other side of the spectrum sometimes. Did it satisfy a need? Yeah, exactly. I think, do you know what? If it's really that small, there's always hands and there's always toys and there, those are friends. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, and as well, it's not just about, it's not just penetrations that's stimulating. There's like kissing mm. and just actual connection and just, you know what I mean? There's full body arousal. Yeah. You know? So, an emotional arousal as well, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So, what's some advice to start panty selling? That, this one's quite interesting, actually. I, I, this is your domain. This is where you came from. <laughs> um, so, I, it's such, a big broad thing but I would say try and look into some websites there's loads of different platforms that you can use but I would say start off with finding one I'm biased and I will recommend all things worn but if you start in one place and just explore and know your worth and then add some more okay. and just don't don't let people try and take advantage of you on I do sell like a little like guide on panty selling and sort of those sort of things I only but, sell it for really cheap because it's not something that I want to earn loads of money from it I only sell it for a tenner because where'd you sell that I, I, I didn't know you want did to help this. just help people I, I sell it on all things worn why don't you put it on it's Amazon just, that is something that I could look into eventually maybe yeah, but I have the moment I just have this big old document that I sell just to help people out because obviously I've picked up a lot of tips and tricks over the time and mistakes that I don't want other people to make okay so I just want to kind of I want to help you advertise this a little bit because this is mm -hmm. something I think a lot of people need help with um obviously that's on all, all things worn do fans because I know sellers need to pay a subscription to be on there. Yeah. Do other people? No. So if you're a buyer, you don't have to pay a subscription. Okay. So they I can say, go on there and then they can just message you and say, I want to buy that, that yeah, guide. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, if there's anyone listening who is interested, I will always be happy to talk about it Yeah. in my where, messages. Where could they if reach you? If you message me and just say that you're interested in it, I'll, I'll see. <laughs> where could they reach you? Because obviously instagram you probably get you get quite a lot of dms and stuff or are they able to go through there or twitter or yeah um instagram or twitter i do check my message requests um so obviously if, if there's if i can see that it's something about all things more or about the guide then i'll reply or even just something that isn't going to look like a spam message yeah or even better yet subscribe to your only fans and that kind of yeah. covers the cost and well, actually, i'm saying that again you, 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 you naughty content then as well oops um however they do it reach out to you because i think that is a really really good thing to have as this guide because you're not starting mm. with nothing and pretty much all these questions that you've probably been asked like it's in the guide it's there yeah <laughs> i think you need to get it on amazon definitely yeah that's actually i've not even thought of that before no one's even yeah it's, um, it's a really good idea look into it. it's actually quite easy to set up and then it just sits there and yeah 
happy days. Um, and then finally, this one's quite interesting because I know the answer. Um, are you two going to collab? And that means me and you. Oh, we? <gasps> I don't know, don't know. We mentioned something about a party next month, though, didn't we? Yeah, we did, indeed. Yeah. I'm so excited. I think, I think I'll think give it to you to talk about what we're doing, I, because obviously it's, it's your, your masterpiece. Yeah, it's my masterpiece. But So I'll explain what the, the party is. It's a content creator's party that um, I host a couple of times a year. And it's, it's make content for the vast majority of it, but then we all just kind of, after a while, go right, let loose. We got a bar, we got music, we got entertainment, and we're all scattered around the UK. Most of us, we've actually got someone flying from America for this one. Got, you know, yeah, we've come quite far. Um, so it's just great for us to hang out and stuff. But we have got something planned content wise. Um, I'll let you, even though it's my masterpiece, but I will go on. Do you want to explain it? Uh, yeah, so we're going to be doing your butler, butler in the buff scene, hen, no. um, we're going to be a collection of a hen party. Yeah. We're not, everything is yet to sort of be sort of cast and things, but I think it's going to be a really fun scene. Yeah, so f- it's not what people probably expect when they say you two are going to clap, because it tends to just mean you two are going to have oh, sex yeah. and record it. <laughs> this is like, no, this is going to be a big woo girl, hen girls on tour, party scene fun and it's going to be crazy and it's going to be on one of your pages which page would it be on and you're not sure yet i'm not entirely sure yet but likely my only fans yeah so it's going to be there um there's loads of us in there i think there's seven women and me and it's just going to be woo crazy and yeah all sorts going on that's going to be it's going to be i've not seen anything like it in the only fans world yet no, I think it's going to be very exciting. It's going to be the biggest, obviously the biggest club I've done. I've not done that many, but have you done one this big yet? No, nothing like this. It's going to be, I think it might end up being a, another girl or two as well. I think it's just going to be like, someone's like, collabing with that many women in one go. And I'm like, I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, There are going to be a lot of jealous people out there yeah there will be but it's going to be fun because that's the thing i don't want this to be a super stage scene i actually think we just do that party that that hen do thing and actually do it and it just happens to be a cameraman just kind of do you know what i mean yeah have fun with it that's the best way to do content and things isn't it it's just have an actual good time yeah and the camera's just there exactly exactly best way all right, so that was the last question, but I want to ask you one more thing. Um, is there anything that you would like to close out on, anyone you'd like to thank or anything you'd like to say to your listeners or fans? Go ahead. Oh, tricky. Um, thank you so much for having me. I think, as I said, this is my first time being on a podcast. Um, I'm really excited for some of the things that I've got coming up over the next few months. So it'd be really nice if people subscribed and followed and joined me along with that. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited and hopeful for things coming forward. Perfect. So what we're going to do is we're going to have your links somewhere in the description. Um, it might end up taking you to one of your socials, but I'm assuming that's where we can find your naughty links. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I've got uh, a link with everything in. One of those link trees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we we put one of them on once, and it got one of our videos taken down and removed. We we got part oh. of the naughty naughty list, but oddly, I can you can put like an OnlyFans and be like, yeah, that's fine. But Linktree was like, no, you're not allowed. So have a look in the links, people. You're going to find something. And eventually <laughs> you're going to get to a naughty page and you'll get to see some naughty stuff. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's say goodbye to everyone. All right. Thanks for listening. Oh, bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. Bye.